Quantitative easing was designed as a tool to provide time for governments to implement structural reforms, boost growth and strengthen the economy. However, it has become a tool to increase the size of government and take increasingly riskier levels of debt. The United States economy has not strengthened in the period of enormous fiscal and monetary stimuli. As the latest data shows, it is actually worse off. It needs increasing units of debt to generate a new unit of gross domestic product. Productivity growth is extremely poor and leading indicators are negative. The main problem of loose monetary policy is that it massively increases the size of government on the way in through debt and deficit spending monetization, but it also expands government on the way out as rate hikes and liquidity constraints impact households and small businesses, but deficit spending and rising public debt remain. This tightening period is particularly negative in this crowding out effect because the government is presenting every week new spending packages while the Federal Reserve tries to contain inflation curbing demand growth. The public sector is unaffected by the normalization of monetary policy, but the private sector suffers the crunch. When the central bank tries to reduce inflation with rate hikes and monetary contraction, but the government increases spending and keeps an astonishing space and pace of indebtedness, what follows is wealth confiscation and stagnation. The latest unemployment figures show the divergence between headline positive figures and the reality. Yes, the official unemployment rate is optically low at 3.5%, but the labor participation rate remains one percentage point below its February 2020 level. The employment to population ratio also remains below its February 2020 value, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Real wage growth in the United States is negative, and consumer confidence remains extremely low. The Forbes Advisor U.S. Consumer Confidence Tracker falls back below the contraction level, which indicates that things are not getting better. The private sector is truly in a bad shape. If you look at the US PMIs and ISMs, different gorges of private sector uh, contraction or expansion, most of them show contraction. The US economy is projected to add just 8.3 million jobs from 2021 to 2031. Total employment is only projected to grow 0.5% annually, which is half the 1% annual growth recorded over the 2011-2021 decade. Think of the trend for a second. The government adds trillions of so-called stimuli to the economy. The multiplier effect is inexistent, even when all conditions remain positive. And then the same government increases debt and deficits again due to an exogenous factor, and the result is even more debt. 
In the past three decades, the result is always the same. The United States economy exits a crisis with significantly more debt, lower employment growth, weaker real wage growth, and slower GDP recoveries. Why? Government spending on everything and anything for any occasion is the equivalent of an athlete eating cake to face the challenging curves and expecting to run faster afterwards. Excessive monetary and fiscal intervention have left higher inflation and a weaker economy. Rate hikes may help reduce inflation, but permanent deficit spending will continue to erode the purchasing power of wages and deposits through higher taxation and lower purchasing power of the currency. The United States seems to be on its way to a private sector contraction of unprecedented levels as it may affect all relevant industries at the same time. Someday we will understand that supply-side measures create less headlines but have a better impact on the economy than a constant increase in government size and spending followed by more debt, more taxes and more inflation, which means making everyone poorer.